one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. <laughs> hey, everybody. What is a Kraken? Oh, man. Yeah, there's the music. Boom. It's showtime. That's right. It's Monday, March the 7th, 2022. And we are live with an all-new Heffron and Reap show. <clears throat> Just got to clear my throat. Yeah, baby. All-new live Heffron and Reap on Facebook and YouTube and a regular podcast for your ear holes. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. But you might be asking yourself, what, what is Heffron and Reap? I'll tell you what it is. It's two winners of Last Comic Standing, two road dogs, two journeymen, who happen to love the 80s, and we hang out and we talk to you and each other. No politics, no pandemics, no Putins. So get ready to have fun. we got a great show tonight. Um, Heffern's going to come in here in a minute. He's in Nashville right now, so I'm sort of hosting this show, and Heffern will come on later. Let me get some house cleaning out of the way. Um if you were at my show at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, O-H-I-O, thanks for tuning in. This was one of the podcasts I was talking about. I have two podcasts. This one's live on Mondays, Country-ish live tomorrow night. Stay tuned uh, tonight. Come back tomorrow as well. It's going to be a great show. Um, and let me give some shout-outs to our Patreon supporters of the Heffern and Reap show. We are listener supported. There's no ads whatsoever, uh, whether you believe that or not. (laughs) We have no ads on this podcast. We have Patreon supporters. Patreon are the people. It's a website where you can donate and help the podcast. And I'll give you some shout. Brenda Sachs. At the at the twenty five dollar level, we call her uh, Sacks of Cash, Brenda Sacks, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, and Rick Sanford the Third. Thank you all for being Patreon supporters. If you want your shout out, get on that Patreon support page. Go to heffernandreap.com, Click on support. You know, leave a dollar in the tip jar. We'll give you a holler. Here it is. Heffernandreap.com. Now, if you have zero dollars and you'd like to help, you can always re- uh, write a new iTunes or Apple podcast review and leave us five stars. You do that, we'll read it on the show, give you a shout out. I would read one right here at this moment, but we don't have a new one, so can't do it. Um, yeah, so let me plug some tour dates. I was just in Ohio uh, at Columbus. Sold out two shows. It was amazing. And next weekend, I'll be back in Ohio. I'll be at the Cincinnati Funny Bone, also known as Liberty Township. I'll be there March 11 and 12. And then on the 18th, I just booked this gig, Grand Ole Opry. That's right. I will be there on the 18th. That's a Friday. Grand Ole Opry. First time performing on that stage, which is weird. It's kind of like, the definition of country-ish, the other podcast I do, because I've played the Hollywood Bowl, and now I'm playing the Grand Ole Opry. That's 
the range of your boy here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. So leave us some comments. Let me look at the comment section real quick. Well, there we go. We got James. We got Ed. We got Travis Mahaffey. We got Zach, Scott, Nix. No, Travis, thank you. Good to see you, by the way, in High Point, Travis. Um, by the way, if you want to get in shape, uh, you got to look up Travis Mahaffey. Get up on that guy's Facebook page. He is a certified Diamond Dallas Page yoga instructor. All right. Scott Nix, Scott Justin Lewis, James Franks, Danny Jackson. What up, dog? Heffern's coming up here in a minute. I'm going to bring him in here in a second. I'm just doing some house cleaning. Um, so here are some comments from last week. Dash man, Jennifer Gray got a nose job and ruined everything unique about her appearance. I agree, um, but it didn't make her look bad. It actually, she looked better, but it somehow made her career worse. That's that's Hollywood for you. Um, Martin Hall, George Washington didn't want the job and won on a ride-in. That's right. So he's talking about my run for mayor of Hickory. I'm going to get John Heffern in here in a second. We're going to talk about this. Um, I want to see what John Heffern thinks. But, yes, uh, that might be a possibility. We're going to get in that in a second. Uh, John Warren. We need some true change if you were seriously considering running for mayor. All right, John, thank you for your comment. Jennifer Doyle, I love you, John Reap, my favorite comedian. Thank you, Jennifer Doyle. I appreciate that. But this is the Heifer and Reap show, so you have to say something nice about Heifer as well, or otherwise it looks bad. Um, Andy King, stabbing cabin on wheels. That's right. We were talking about vans last week with uh, Jamie Bindle, the owner of the punchline in Atlanta and uh, some dude called it a stabbing cabin. I love it. All right. Well, let's, let's not dilly dally any further. I've been sitting here jabbing away. This is the Heffern and reap show. And we got to get Heffern up in here. What do you say? The Alan Jackson, shall we bring him in as a special guest of his own show? <laughs> However you want to do it. Let's get him in here. There yeah, right. he is. It's uh, I believe it's Article Twenty Five Dash Six on page seven. Uh, I it says uh, uh, Jonathan uh, Reap is only allowed to say I believe twenty two hundred words, and for every word over, um, mm-hmm. it's payable of uh, of five dollars. Oh damn! Oh what? Are we? Oh alive? hey hey yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow All that's right. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've no, I didn't so- hear much. We're just going to jump in. Uh, I um, I have so much to ask you. I got a lot to ask you as well. I'm glad your Columbus date went well. Um, yes. I'm actually in Columbus first time in a while at the Funny Bone, April 22nd, 23rd. So maybe oh. people who came out and saw you can also then just come right back. They know how to get there. They know how to park. They know just, they were just there. Yes. And they can come back in and uh, see me. I got a bunch of new dates. We'll put them on uh, Heffern and Reap. And there's something else I want to show you about some of my shows that I'm trying. But first off, um, I've not talked to you since your whole mayor thing. Yeah. I found out about it like the the rest of the world, uh, just through a um, newspaper article. (laughs) Uh, As you know, I subscribe to the the Hickory Gazette. (laughs) Um. Yes. And uh, that's how I find out about the great ads from 
from Hickory Honda. Oh yeah, Hendrick Honda Hickory. Yeah, best place to Hendrick get a Honda, uh, Hickory. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I just like their ad so much. I just I just rip it out of the newspaper and just have it on my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, they're so, they're very pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. I'm paging to there. I'm, I'm paging about some of the craft fests that are happening in Hickory, and then I'm kind of going. And I saw your local sports team played another local sports team, and then and then I read about those scores. Uh, and then I saw a realtor was selling some houses and there was some picture of that. And if you wanted to contact him, uh, you call a number. Then I read the article, uh, about, uh, uh, last, com- uh, last comic standing, not standing last comic, not yeah. standing, or some, some play on, uh, on the words yeah. and being part of the fraternity that I'm in with you. I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like the backhand or whatever that was. So then I, I read deeper into this and I, I saw you put on your fancy go to meeting clothes. Yeah. You, you put on a suit that if, if you're going to court a girl uh, like your fiance, like if you're going to court or maybe take her to a sock hop, maybe take her out for just, you know, like a cream soda, just a, just the pal around, mm-hmm. you know, um, get, get one of those bikes with just one big wheel and you just ride around in uh, circles while she's on a on like a picnic <laughs> blanket yeah. with her wood uh, picnic basket and a big her, hat mm-hmm. and her big hat and dress, and she's got like an umbrella. Yeah, you know, yeah. you had one yeah. of those suits on. I did a uh, seersucker suit. It's uh, my matlock suit. Andy Griffith wore that matlock. <laughs> so then yeah. I was going to the awesome courthouse. Idea. I was going to the courthouse. Yeah. Um. And then you went there, and then if I get this straight, you can tell me, but this is just me uh, reading it without reading glasses. Then they were like, you don't live in the in the right area. You're this like a street off or something. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. All right, so do you want the details? But um, I'll post them. I'm just, I'm just checking my reading retention. Yeah, no, that's very good. Pretty close. Um, it's not the Hickory Gazette. It's the Hickory Daily Record. Okay. Uh, but I thought what – and, Alan, um, I'm seriously considering doing this. We need to buy, like we did with the World Podcast Federation, I would like for us to buy hickorynewspaper.com yeah, or possibly right hickorygazette.com. Gazette. I was just going to tell you that. We, we need to start our own newspaper. We start our own it. newspaper. We and, write and, articles, and then we share it from that page so it looks like a real – article that we've shared from a real newspaper but the the hickory gazette would endorse you though like, oh uh, yeah uh, yeah they would respond i would yeah i would write an editorial about well we'll find somebody who who less spelling errors yeah an op-ed i'll write an op-ed about <laughs> why you should be the person right well is- okay so here's here's the lowdown on that um possibly one of the greatest publicity stunts i've done um <laughs> if you read the article you'll see that they mentioned country ish two or three times um and the lady who wrote the article i was very pleased with her i i know you know i know her boyfriend who works at uh kickback jacks here in hickory he's a good guy she's a good girl and that uh, the headline was good that's exactly what i would have done if i were her she weaved in the comedy part, she weaved in joke on me. It was hilarious. But then if you read the article, it sort of gives you breaks down everything. Now I had an hit, I had a hit. Actually, I knew going in that I did not live in the city limits. Mm-hmm. But I called 
I called two different newspapers and radio uh, TV stations in Charlotte. So one guy drove almost an hour <laughs> to come down there in a in a nice news van that had a satellite dish on it. He had a fancy camera and a big fancy microphone with his little logo on it, and uh, he was just standing there recording me. And I, you know, Alan, I mean, can we just tell him the truth? Like we knew this going in. Yeah. We do this going in. We were just trying to drum up publicity for the podcast. Um, but to be honest, I do live in a gray area. I pay for Hickory water, mm-hmm. right? The city water. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't pay Hickory taxes. So, and the mayor lives walking distance from me. He annexed <laughs> his own house. And so I thought like, Maybe if I use this gray area, I could wiggle in and actually be on the ballot. Right. But I knew that technically I wouldn't, but I didn't know if the gray area, blah, blah, blah. So it was a moment that we captured. And now if I want to run, I have to do, I have to, I have to move or I have to annex the house um, or I have to lobby or campaign for a write-in vote. Um, or I don't think get- I'm going to do any of those. Yeah, it seems a lot of work. Or you could get other people to get on the board and you do that thing that politicians do when they know they're not going to get votes in certain areas and want to make it harder. I believe it was gerrymandering. Is that a thing? Oh, need, sounds you, about right. You need to change the 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 lines of where Hickory is. Oh, right. Yeah. I saw this. This happened. The same scenario happened on the first Footloose. The, the town wouldn't allow dancing. And the guy who owned the barn said, well... The county line stops here at the railroad tracks. Yeah. And if the long arm of the, of the law can't reach in here, I don't think Reverend so-and-so can either. And then that's how they had their dance. That's so right. Using, it's called the footloose technique. Uh-huh. Well, well that was, that's annexing. That's so that the mayor, we showed the map on uh-huh. the last episode. And Jimmy Bindle was on here and says hello, by the way. Oh, um, nice. So Jimmy Bindle, the owner of the uh, punchline, filled in for John Hefford last week. Great guy, funny dude. Salt of the earth, dude. But I showed him the map. He's also known as the people call him the mayor. Jamie Bindle yeah. is known as the mayor sometimes of Atlanta, but he's not really a mayor. He's just, he's very heavily involved in local politics. But anyway, I showed him the map and the, the current mayor has annexed his own house. It is literally the, like, there's no neighbor is part of the city, but he's part of the city. So, but he did that a long time ago. I was just trying to make it look funny. Um, now, here's a here's what's come out of this now, and I'll talk about this again tomorrow at length. But it's kind of made me think: What if you know? Like right now, I'm too busy. I got two podcasts, very very busy touring all over the country, selling out right. Funny Bones. Yeah, <laughs> but um, also many auditions I get all the time. I know, right? So, so much. So I can't focus on the mayor duties right now, but it made me think, well, when I'm ready to slow down, maybe when I'm 60, right, I'll be turning 50 on the 26th, maybe 10 years from now, I'll get serious about it, but I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's fun. Now, the Ellen Jackson and I actually made some fun uh, mayor uh, political ads. Oh, did you? Yeah, and we're we're gonna show another one tomorrow night on Country Ish. But I want to talk about you right now. What are you yeah. doing? Where are you? Why are you not at home? I am. So I um. Well, I'm not running for mayor. 
Um, I am in Nashville. We are uh, visiting uh, family. Uh, I was in Nashville last Monday is when I couldn't do your show because I was hosting a TV show. I believe it's called. I kept messing it up. It's Stand Up Nashville or something like that. What? I might have said like Stand Up Live Nashville. Was it for the Circle Network? Yes. So, uh, and I had introduced people and Reno uh, was on on the show. Oh, nice. So, uh, so I'm excited that Reno Collier, 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 Collier. I'm excited. He's the only person I know and I don't have to read his intro. Right. Because I can't, you see me with these reading glasses. This is the first time I've had to read cue cards and not have glasses. So the cue cards were as big as cue cards are, but still blurry to me. At least they had cue cards. So I'd kind of go, but at least I went, Oh, cool. Uh, Reno's coming. This one, I can just kind of wing it. And I introduced him as Mrs. Reno. What? Mrs. Yeah. I said I was I was thinking Mr. and I said the word Mrs. <laughs> Did he call you on it? Did he yeah, see as it? he was walking up to the stage? It's the word <laughs> like he stopped. And and I said something on Mr. He just laughed. Reno could literally Yeah, he don't lost. care. So he just went on stage and, and started. Yeah. I called him because he's the only comic who used the mic stand. So I literally it was so when the tech guys brought out the mic stand, I'm like, who's the diva who's up next? Who's using a stand? Oh yeah! I go. Nobody, nobody's used a stand the whole show, and now suddenly there's a stand, and it was Reno. He was in back laughing, but I felt bad that yeah. I, I messed up. Uh, you know his name. How much uh, comedy time did you do up front before you brought? I, they wanted me to do like you do six minutes, and then you introduce. Uh, but they did it weird, so I told the producer, and I was just kidding. I go, I'm going to do 48 minutes up front, and you guys pick out the six. Oh, and they okay. all looked at me like, is he kidding? Because <laughs> I, I was going to just, you know, then look at him and go, hey, there, there's something in there. But it was a weird, it was a, I mean, everybody was super cool, but it was a weird show in the sense of you would start, you would do six minutes and then you'd say, we'll be right back. And then everybody stops and then you introduce the comic and then, but the comic comes up three minutes after you introduce them. So it was a lot of starting and stopping. Oh, it was really? weird. You, like it was, it was weird, but it was it was fun. I haven't. So the stuff I was saying when the cameras weren't on were were was fun. So it kept it was, it was fun. Oh, good. But that's why I couldn't be. Yeah. Uh, did they record your? I mean, obviously they recorded your stuff. Are you going to be able to use it for anything else? I mean, <sighs> that six minutes up front. Yeah, I, yeah probably. That's kinda, cool. You know, it was one of those things where when you're doing a show, you're like, you want to be funny, but do you want to use new material? Or do you just softball right. it and do kind of just make sure you do a good job? Yeah, because at this point, you're just setting it up for other guys and you're just being yeah. seen. And, you know, it's kind of like your deal, which is cool. But uh, so, then, just, so you only knew Reno Collier. You didn't know the other ones? Uh, no, oh, no. Yeah. There were some young. I mean, I, I don't know the next generation of of comedians, but there are a lot of super funny young people. I don't know how to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nashville has a lot. A lot of comedians now. Uh, when I was there doing Steve, did you do Steve Burns, um, op- like his open mic thing, or what do you call uh, it? His, uh, no, I, I yeah. just did the Monday Night Show, um, and yeah, that was it. I was I was somewhere. I think I was in Indy, and then flew in from Indy in that morning. Did shows in Indy that were actually super awesome. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I want to know about that. 
What's the call? Yeah, they were busy. They were busy, and we did one show because I have this new move um, where a lot of the shows that I'm doing coming up, instead of having that 10 o'clock, 11, you know, that 10 o'clock second show on Saturday, I've asked a lot of the clubs to move it to 5.30. So if oh, I'm going to wow. do two shows on a Saturday, I want it at 5.30 and, and 8. And, then eight and will they and do that for you? Do they accommodate bullshit. you? Uh, well, two of the clubs that did, I have over 300 tickets sold for the, for the five thirty show. I might've found wow. my lane, dude. I wow. might've literally to the point where I'm making posters in my, my goal, right? Cause I have, I have Grand Rapids coming up. I have Phoenix, Arizona coming up, Columbus, all these, uh, Traverse city, all these, uh, the Ann Arbor one is the one that's, um, jamming, um, will be on Hefford and but here's, here's what I want to do, and I've said this forever. I just want to do a 5.30 or 6 o'clock show. One show in a city. Do the show. Boom. Take off. Be, be one, with, you mean with one a night or stop. We, you mean we one, we have, one each night or one the whole weekend? Like one the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. That'd be or, great. Okay, maybe two. Maybe I'm being yeah. a little lazy. <laughs> maybe if you can. I don't know if you could get away with a early show on a Sunday. Those might be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday early shows. People. I well, I did it here. Look at the poster, um, Alan. If you have the poster, tell me what you think about this. I just had this made. Right. See, it's the John Heffron. Yeah. Uh, in, in bed, bed by, by ten. And then Canadian I give you the benefits yeah. of an early show. I explain. You could do three AM stuff at noon. Uh, you don't need a sitter. You can have your kids go, just go play at somebody else's house. Um, you could day drink. You'll be but like, I won't. If you, if you think I suck, I won't ruin your night because your night technically, right? It's only just two hours. I that's think that's great. Lane, dude. I like the poster. I like the QR code. I like the look of it. It looks it looks new, but also retro-y. Yeah. Um, and I like the picture of you. You, you look good there. You got the dimples going. Yeah, comedian John Heffron benefits. Oh yeah, I got the benefits down there. I'm sorry. Yeah, you Cam- could, cameras you, blocking. I was on me, Instagram. Yeah. You could uh, enlarge it, but that's I think so. A lot of these shows, some of this, some of the shows are going to be in bed by ten certified. Uh, yeah, and those are the early ones. And I want I'm going to crush those early ones. And I let the young kids. I don't, I don't need to talk to 11 p.m. people. You, 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 could, you could even tell. You could even tell the club. It's okay if someone goes after me. Like if they're if I do a five thirty show, I'll be out of there eight o'clock. If you want to do an eight thirty show with some other comedian, that's fine with me. I'm out the yeah, door. Yeah, that's what I mean. I would roll into some of these places before their weekend shows even start. Bam, yeah. bam, done. <laughs> not not every weekend, but yeah. that's kind of. Well, that's awesome. How was the the show in? Uh, you said Indianapolis was good. Indianapolis was good. Um, did an early show. Those were awesome. It was just super fun weekend. Um, and then flew, yeah, Nashville and then home and then flew out to here, um, to Nashville just to visit, um, family. Now, when you travel with, uh, your, uh, fiance, how, how are, are you good? How how many times has she traveled with you? A handful. It's plenty of times. Not like it's not every weekend, obviously. She has, she has a job. She has two jobs and kids. But I yes, being- I have a routine and I like I told her I have a thing where I tell her like this is I got my little routine. I need this to happen or I feel like I'm thrown off 
Um, but if it, if I do get thrown off, I also know like, well, this isn't all the time. This is a special thing. So what what throws you off if you're if you're traveling? If she's with me, at, if she's know, with a weekend gig or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling, like like getting to and from. Oh, getting there. Yeah. All right. So that's okay. You're not talking about the nights of the show. Not you night mean of like show. No. Traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've traveled with her and her mom and her daughter oh, right. and my mom in tow when we did the cruise. But mm-hmm. that, I, I try to make those because it's not every weekend. So I try and spoil them a little bit. So, and I also yeah. have to t- give myself a speech like, John, this <laughs> is not about speed, this is about Dude, efficiency. That, <laughs> yeah. I give myself the same speech because I'm like, okay, if, if I'm not one of the first people to board the plane, it's probably going to be okay. I don't need to be – I don't even know I got status, and I need everyone to respect right. my diamond, platinum, triple medallion, <laughs> double sow cow. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Um, yeah. But I have – like you know when i used to travel more i used to have one little luggage and i would have show clothes in that luggage so i never really i never even unpacked my travel bag it went okay. right to the laundry right back in the thing i had yeah I had two shavers i had there wasn't it wasn't me trying to find stuff around so i have this little little bag and i'm like a ninja i can roll that thing to the airport if i want to cut off somebody who i think's walking towards me i know how to spin that thing perfectly oh. set up a pick yeah. Stop people from taking cuts. Like I'm pretty good with with, you know. I'm Dude, like that's I'm, yeah. You got that's you can create your own personal space with the. It's a it's almost like bag, a Jason yeah. Bourne type technique yeah. that uh-huh. I can use yeah. with. I have rolling luggage uh, jitsu, right? I know yeah. how to. Right. So then I go, you know, we're here for a couple of days, and we've got a bunch of luggage. So then I see the bag Michelle's bringing. <laughs> And then I was looking at him like, whoa, there there was like there, there was probably a smaller bag in there, and you would unzip that to then get <laughs> right. the other bag out. Stackable, of it. It's, it's like Russian sword. stackable dolls at this point. Yeah. Right. Uh then she got it. Remember you know the probably trunks that they used in the old west? Oh like my big, gosh. Yeah, anytime I watch an old western and I'm thinking of these big trunks, I mean horrible. Yeah. No wheels, yeah, those big, no handles. Those, those, those big trunks you see people tr- like two guys yeah. carrying and then they get shot when the stagecoach gets <laughs> yeah. robbed. And then Billy it's the Kid jumps one. out of it. Billy the Kid jumps out and starts shooting people. Yeah, yeah. You would take it, throw it from the second story. We <laughs> land, and the second we land, we pop yeah. out and we yeah. go the exact so th- her bag is probably same size. It's not a trunk. <laughs> Uh-huh. but equivalent yeah. and it's just big enough where I don't have the wrist strength to, you know, how you can do that thing where you, you kind of pull it and then use momentum and you can drop in the, in the back. It's just too big where you can't get any leverage on it. It's just too big when you're going on the, the stairs, yeah. the escalator to do that roll thing where it's on the step in front of you. Then you go up <laughs> instead of doing that. Right. Yeah. Everything about this bag. I was like, okay, now we got to get an Uber X. Because there's no way this is going to fit in anyone's Prius. Like, this is like a whole, yeah, it was a thing. And then I had to talk myself out, out of it going, well, okay. It thing, but, but like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it, dude. It's. Dude, uh, okay, wait, it's, couple things. Yeah. I think, like, then you I'm need like, to, okay, it's going to be over 75 pounds. Now, so now this is all pay in the my fee. Head, by the way. Never said any of this out loud. I'm like, now we're going to have to spend $150. <laughs> now we got to wait in the oversized luggage. So now yeah. we got to be there with everyone's snowboards, skis, and then this one bag. What about pre-check? Did you uh, 
Did you have to uh, sacrifice your pre-check and go into the okay uh, pre-check? So okay, this is the whole thing. (laughs) Wait, before you answer that, I want everyone to know I see the comments. Uh, Right now, I'm just chatting with John. We're going to go to your comments in a second. Um, Also, John, I think you should design luggage. And I have ideas for my own. I have the perfect kind of suitcase designed in my head. I don't know if it exists. It existed one or one or two times, but um, all right. So pre-check, let's go. So pre-check, uh, not to make a boring story thing, but this is just enough to throw me over the ed- like mental edge. So when we started traveling, I was like, you you have to get pre-check, right? Yeah. I'm like, you can't, I, I can't. You're saying this then, to her. Yeah. This was early on, but I'm like, it's uncomfortable when we get to that point, and then I look at you and just wave, and I go through my pre-check that I earned, right? And then you, yeah. you go with the common folk through, through that thing. I'm not doing it. I'm going, I'm going that way. So then I, I have clear. I use clear. Yep. So then I, I told I go, I have, we have to sign you up for clear because now it's even weirder that you have pre-check, and then I'm both there, and I wave at you, and then I go off onto my other super special line. So we get clear and everything's fine. Everything's working fine. It's oh, okay, a machine. Good. We probably, I don't know how many times, weeks we've traveled with each other, just, you know, through the thing. And then we went and got married. And that <laughs> yeah. threw off everything. <laughs> right? Because clear doesn't know we're married. Pre-check kind of knows, but they're like, oh, something might be. A-. And then the state of right. Michigan, there was a typo on stuff. I have two Fs in my name. Her stuff says one, but airline ticket says oh, two, and it, it's a whole. So, so we had so all it was all leading up to just our one thing. And by the way, all of this hassle, worry, and stuff added five minutes to the trip. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like at the end of the day, right. like the, yeah. the stress is we weren't sitting in in the lounge uh, an extra five five minutes. Yeah. Well, um, here's uh, I, I love yeah. that. What I did, I, I, I didn't tell Jody to sign up for, I told her a long time ago, like, all right, listen, go ahead and join every airline club there is because over yeah. time, we're going to be together forever. Over time, you might as well start collecting these points and then we'll yeah. get some freebies here and there. Um, I don't think she did. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but but we did, we did, we flew to the uh, F- Florida for the cruise and I, dude, I spoiled them. So I wanted to make it a nice thing. So I, I bought first class tickets mm-hmm. for me, my mom, Jody, her mom, and her daughter. Five first class tickets. Yeah. And uh, a luxury van ride, like a nice oh. sprinter van type deal from the airport to the hotel, which is like right. an hour away. But the pre-check part, when we're getting to the – to the airport, I'm like, oh, that's right. Pre-check. <laughs> right. You know, but we got first class. Now, first class used to get you quicker access. First class used to have its own line. Yeah. But first class doesn't have a line anymore. It's no. just pre-check and normal line. Yeah, Delta De- not to interrupt Delta keeps switching it where I think there's a thing where they go, okay, if you kind of I don't know if you just kind of walk slow and you kind of just want to get on the plane, you can go. And then, then the plane starts to, cause it's yeah. very, I even looked at Michelle, I go, let's just, I'm, I'm going to get on. And it's, <laughs> if, if you think here's what the wording is, if you think you need additional time, you can board. So now we have to debate. Well, what if I think I identify <laughs> as a person who needs to get on first? Yeah. 
So what group yeah. do I go? But you just told me if you think, I do think. Yeah. And not well, even. You left no it up to leg. me. You left it up to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a flaw in the wording. There is. I agree. So when we got to the airport and it was pre-check time, I'm like, well, I cannot leave these four ladies. Right. By themselves in in the in the <laughs> the slum line, while I cruise through pre-check. Right. But as I stood in the line with them, I let I reminded them every turn, I should be in there by now. But I'm here <laughs> with you. I want yeah. you to know that. I want you to know. I want you to recognize the sacrifice I have made to yeah. stand here with you, with these people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, it was. But see, I knew that going in. When I travel with with her or loved ones, I have to make the speech to myself like, all right, this is not about speed. This is about just getting there and let's enjoy the day. Just I have to make sure everything's fine. But yeah, it's it's uh, funny how that how that is. Like there are some guys that need to be, and I wasn't one of them. I didn't need to be. I would like to be, but there's people that take cuts and just keep inching their way to the point oh. where it's the thing, but then once they get on the, the flight, they're the slowest guy to put their computer bag away <laughs> yeah. and they can't figure out how to move the seatbelt and then yeah. get out of the way. So. Yeah. Well, also I have different philosophies of different circumstances, depending on how I'm traveling, depend on whether or not I want to get on the plane first. Okay. So for example, if I have a roll on bag, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to want to get on the plane as soon as possible. An overhead, uh, so I have the yeah, overhead man. bin to myself. Now, if I've checked a bag and all I got is my laptop bag, I will make sure I'm. I try to be the last one on. Oh, okay. So I don't have to deal with anybody bumping into me while I'm sitting there because I yeah. like the aisle and I just I like to walk on last minute. Um, people have so it huge, depends. Yeah, people have horrible backpack awareness. Oh yeah, There's and I hate no, to say this, especially females. It's yeah, they hit because I would see. Yeah, you always get hit with know, the backpack. I know it's Women's History Month. I'm sorry, but women are like not that great when it comes to uh, moving luggage around, whether it's a backpack or a bag. They try to carry too much hit? at once, and they put stuff on their forearm instead of their shoulder, and they're holding yeah. it like this, and they got a kid over here. I'm yeah, like, I've seen that be where, where the girl has a backpack, yeah, that uh, a mid-arm yeah, um, a mid-arm purse thing. thing. But then they're <laughs> holding with, with just the top. They're holding the top lid of their iced coffee. They're holding like the <laughs> lid part. Right, right. Like not even holding it. So I'm like, that Yo, whole thing's going to dump it's on It's going to fall. There's no, yeah. yeah, they do where they hold it and then they drink the straw. They're taking yeah. drinks. as <laughs> Through the like, fingers. You can, yeah. like, you can put the coffee down. You can set it down and put yourself away. Yeah, that's how they hold it. Anyone who drinks iced coffee has... Too much reliability on the lid. That it's is too so much true. Of fault. I've been burned that way. I've done it myself. Where I'm like, okay, I'll never make that mistake again. Yeah, wow. I don't know. All right, um, let's uh, let's move on. In case people who are watching this don't care about our travel philosophies. Okay. Uh, when well, you coming I'll show back? You the bag one day. Um, so oh, yeah, unless you want, to, yeah, show me the bag. Nah, real quick. it's too far, and she's got stuff away. Right. But it's dude, it's it's big. If we ever, if we want to, what? It is big. <laughs> well, hold on. I know you wanted to move on. Yeah. No, uh, oh, no. Wait, hold on. I'll get it. I'm going to show you like that. Right. Well, I'll go get it, it and I'll, I'll yeah. plug something. Hold on. All right. Look, you can also get John Reap's Hickory Hot Sauce if you go to uh, Watch John. So, HeffernandReap.com. John, you... Yeah, yeah. John, see? <laughs> can you see me? Yeah. 
Okay, I, I can't hear you, but but watch. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a big bag. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Okay. It's a good design though. It's it's big. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not a bad bag. It's just big. Yeah. Okay. All right. John, here's the deal. Oh, wait, where'd he go? Yeah, uh, that's a big bag. It looks very heavy, too. Um, did, did Do we know how much it weighs? Uh, that thing weighed... I just hurt my wrist. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that, that was 80-something when it was full. We also... She also we, we showed up with a lot of extra stuff, though. I'm... I'm winded. Dude, I will that. say this though on her behalf, right? I'm going to stand this on your behalf. Uh-huh. It's the bag itself, although it's big and there's probably a lot of heavy crap in it, it's a good design because there's a handle at the top and there's a handle on the side. There's a handle at the side, yeah. And I also want to know is there a handle where the wheels are at the is, bottom? Is there a handle where the wheels are on that? Like under in you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, is. there is. That's a good bag. He just said that's a good bag for smuggling children. Yes. Yes. It's just big is all. (laughs) It's a big bag, but it's a well-designed bag. You need three handles on every bag. You need a side handle. You need one where the the thing lifts up and where the wheels are for when you have to bend down and pick it up like this. You need another handle here, not just grab it, you know, by a wheel. Or you need a handle. So I also thought, I I know you want to move on from talking about luggage talk, but I thought about this. I think this would be funny. I don't know who who would buy it. But you know how TSA opens up your bag and they probably look at all your stuff and you see how you have everything laid out. I think it'd be funny if that, you know how like a lot of the suitcases, you have a zipper where you can close a compartment and you have to unzip it. It's yeah. usually mesh. Yeah. It'd yeah. be funny to have fake, like a fake sheet thing right there. So when you look down, it's like fake contents. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. So you like right. open it and it's just nothing but like sex toys, but just yeah. like a picture right. of it. And you're like, what? yeah, yeah. And then, or just like a bunch of Nikes or something just really yeah. cool. Yeah. Make people, when they look inside <laughs> of it, they're like, what? Right. And then it's just the thing. Yeah. Just the ingredients to like a smart bomb, you know? <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Right. I get it. That's funny. Um, all right. Let me look at some comments real quick because uh, I've been ignoring them. What's up, Tommy? Try being 6'6", six, six, he says. Oh, I know. My buddy Brent Blakeney hates it. He's 6'7". Uh, Bob Haynes, who came to my show in Columbus, he left a comment. I love these talks, actually. Thank you, Bob Haynes. Uh, it's good to see Bob Haynes. Uh, he was on the front row with his ditty at the Funny Bone of Columbus. Um, Bob, I'll be fan. there in uh, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, Bob, Bob. Oh, Rob Little left a comment. Look at this. Our Comedian friend from Michigan, a guy who did a show in the nude, who I need yeah. to respond to. Rob, I'm sorry I haven't replied back to you. Uh, you text me at a weird time, and I thought to myself, I'll get back to that later, and I never got back to it. Uh, but he says, okay, I have c- contacted you guys several times. Could you both come on our podcast sometime? A little tomfoolery, please contact me. Yes, Rob, I'm saying yes. I will okay. th- totally be on your podcast. I can't speak for John. I will be on your podcast. What about you, John? Uh, he's got to contact my uh, agent. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, I, yeah, you have to go through that. Sorry. Um, 
Let's see here. Um, Scott Reese, John Reap, you should do a show with Cletus T. Judd. I have done that, and so is Reno Call. You're doing it. At the Hickory, at the LP Friends, stand-up and country comedy music. Yep, Scott, not a bad idea. Um, I have reached out to Cletus T. Judd to be on my podcast several times, and we keep, you know, it's the scheduling things. But it'll happen eventually. All right, uh, John, we talk, We like to talk about the 80s, and we haven't talked about the 80s yet. Have you noticed my outfit? I have noticed. I mean, I, I saw your tracksuit, which I'm obsessed with getting. I just can't find one. I, this was uh, actually a gift that was given to my dad from a church group for like around thanks, uh, no Christmas. Um a random church group who just goes to like nursing facilities and leaves random gifts for people. This was in his bag and mom oh. and I both decided there's no way that's going to fit him or will it, he ever wear it. And so Dude, I it have it good. now. I actually thought it was a joke. Like this is dumb. I'm never going to wear it. I thought, well, it's kind of eighties looking. I'll put it on today. Yeah. And now I love it. Yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. love it a lot. You, you got to wear that on stage. It's too hot, or I would. I would. Yeah. I need to wear more hoods. If they, I'm sure they make this like a, a thin T-shirt with a hood. I was looking for, for that because I'm trying to find my stage look. Because when I shot that TV show, I wore a sports, you know, sports a, a jacket and jeans. Yeah. Um, and I look very sophisticated. But after watching, and I know you're only on season or episode one of Jack Reacher, I, I literally one, I need to get. I need to become six five and maybe three hundred pounds. But once that happens, yeah, then do, I can start nothing, rocking out t-shirts and do nothing but preacher curls. That dude's arms, right? It's like okay, do you know the difference between a curl and a preacher curl, right? Yeah, preacher curls are that on that. Yeah, we put you what's get, all a lot of your elbow. Yeah, and it it works this front part of your uh, bicep. Mm-hmm. So when this dude, the first episode where he's got the. Uh, He's got the wrist tie, the handcuffs yeah. on. Yeah. It just, all you saw right. was this big ass bowling ball in his arm. Yeah. And it was a little off putting. I'm like, really? Wow. That's almost unbelievable. It almost looks like a joke. But anyway, uh, I, I did the first episode with uh, the fiance. And uh, it was, it's, I, I can see myself getting into it, but we just didn't go back to it. We had other stuff to do. Wait, so, okay, I was going to send you... Uh, I just did the gonna, first... Uh, I was going to send you... I bought every book, every Jack Reacher book yeah. after watching the first one. There's like... I have 19 of the 20-something. Yeah. Um, there was something I, else that took me out of it. I can't remember what it was. Took you, you out of it? Yeah, I forgot what it was. It seems like... like you know, when he travels, he he only he just get, gets clothes that yeah. are at... The, the, that, to me, is the, the coolest thing. Yeah, where you can just. Yeah, I like that too. That, you know, know, he went, he went into a uh, Goodwill or a thrift store, and then the next scene you see him wearing um, a jacket that's too small, like his. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Like they, I think they did that on purpose because I noticed that. But let's talk about the eighties. Okay. Um, I texted you something last week that I said we need to talk about this on the next episode, and then you said. I'm already going to see. I already got tickets to see him in concert. Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, new kids on the block. New kids on the block. They're back, baby. They 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 bring back the time uh, with Salt and Pepper, Rick Ashley, and in Vogue. Ha- now, John, have you seen the video? 
I've not seen the video. So how were you aware of all of this? So you don't know anything about this new song or anything? I don't even no, know I if we can... it. Yeah, it's okay, Alan. You just turn it down as we talk, and maybe we'll not get um, But this is how it starts. They have references to a bunch of 80s videos in this video and they're all it's all talking about like bringing back the good times of the 80s and and just the fun of everything and i I actually like the song it's journey that oh you'll see as they go they they, there's tons of them now here's what's puzzling to me and by the way salt salt and pepper's in this and in vogue is in this and it Mm -hmm. says rick ashley or ashley however you say his name Mm -hmm. i said ashley but i just read it's astley devo right Oh yeah, they're doing Devo, but um, I couldn't spot Rick Astley. Now has he done a? Ma- is that him right there? That's him. That he's looks doing, nothing uh, like talk, Rick Astley. Talking heads. Yeah, yeah, he's doing talking heads, but that looks nothing like the Rick Ashley that I thought that I remember. Well, because you only see when you when people Rick roll him, so you're still kind of having your head that he's yeah you know 22 years old. That dude's probably 60, and look, he looks crazy young still. He does, and he looks good. Uh, yeah, but his hair like- used to be bright red, and now it's maybe he dyed it for just this video to be like the Talking Heads guy. You but know? if you compare what he looked like in his twenties versus sixties, the dude's not aged kind of at all. Yeah, they also have uh, New Kids on the Block. Also have a song called uh, "The Boys in the Band," um, and it's okay. all about b- boy bands. Uh, oh, Bell nice. Biv the Vos in it, some yeah. uh insane people are in it. There's salt yeah. and pepper. Yeah. Dude, to this day, I could argue with anybody about how salt and pepper probably, in my opinion, in the 80s decade, has the best rap song. Push yeah. it. To this day, push it is in my playlist when I work out. And when it comes on and I forget yeah. that it's in there. I got yeah. another 30 minutes on that elliptical machine. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? I wish wanted to play over again. So, 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 I so, love that song. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, you all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it kind of got me thinking in a weird sort of dirty way. Okay. Because <laughs> um, they're, they're saying push it, but they're talking about sex. So what if they, if someone else, like a little Kim or – you know, the stallion or I don't know, whoever's popular now came out with a remake of it, but actually did the X-rated version, you know, instead of saying yeah. push it said something else. It. Yeah. And what would and, happen? And the, Salt and pepper would make a lot of money and it would get revived again, but it would show you how good a song theirs was when they w- didn't actually need to say it, but we all, we all knew. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, actually, you know, when that song first came on, I don't know if I necessarily even thought they were. I just thought they were telling you just to push it, like whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> right. Like push it. By the way, re- yeah, mowing yeah. the lawn and just push it, push it real. Like it's. I didn't necessarily. You but know. have you ever referred to having sex as I'm going to go push it? I, I've not. No. No, no. It, it, when you think of pushing something, you don't think of sex. It's not like how you do the sex. I, I wouldn't <laughs> push. It's funny how many eighty songs. I might be pulling. Of, I might be pulling. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, funny how many eighty songs were 
actually about sex. Like, of course, that's probably what a lot of people say. But just being 10, 11, 12, you, you kind of didn't know. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Yeah. Like, relax, totally. don't do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's so obvious. Once you go back, you go, of course. Right. But when I first heard it, Turning Japanese. Uh-huh. Do you know that song? No. I mean, I know the song, but how is that? Oh, wait a second. I'll break it down. I think I just got it. If you taste all the lyrics. It's a little bit racist, though. It's really like, I don't like, yes, you you could. What's appropriateism that song? Because it is, you are being kind of, but if you read it, you know, the whole thing it's, is about. Let's get Steve Byrne on the horn. I want to know how he feels about this, even though he's yeah. not Japanese, he's half Korean. Yeah. Um, I want to know because what I, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but is the turning Japanese, I really think so, like the orgasm and the face, is it like your O face? It is in reference to, and this is, it's, he, he's looking at a magazine and he's reading like the girl's bio. And in the Japanese part is, him masturbating and your your eyes being being somewhat closed. The song is kind of now now that but we're it has saying not this, specifically the the O. Is it just the whole act? It's. <laughs> I don't know how to even like. Hey, leave in the comments to this, that I'm saying it, but it's yeah, yeah, no, it's it's the squinting, it's the squinting, and you're turning Japanese. But I don't squint. I'm either all the way shut or I'm open because I'm looking at something. Yeah. And I can see me possibly squinting during the ending part. Yeah, that's what I think the song <laughs> Okay, yeah. The song it right, is 100% about. Yeah. Interesting. And, it's, and then Dar it's, Dar Dar Darling Nikki? Yeah, oh, those are obviously dirty. Those like, I wonder dirty. if we were to go through and see which ones are, are you know – Dirty songs without knowing. I mean, obviously yeah. now it, it'd be easy to pick, but yeah. Um, John, are you going to be like in we used to play that song through? from Third Eye Blind when when I did morning radio in Detroit, and we were a it's called the Adult AC station. Okay, and our boss was always like, "Hey, it's you know when you talk, think soccer moms. Think of women in vans driving their kids to school, and right. everything that comes out of your mouth, you have to realize the those women." have kids in the car listening. That was right, nonstop, right. nonstop. What we had to listen, you know, we heard all the time. And then we, we play, um, you know, third eye blind, semi charm kind of life, which is about doing crystal meth. I you know, know do, 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 do. I want to hold it. Buzz it, and then rolling. Bands to me. Bands to me. I took a bump again. I took it. I, I, I took the hit oh. that I was given and I bumped again. I've, I fell asleep inside your bubble. And it's the whole song is about doing crystal meth and falling asleep inside of a girl. The whole song. <laughs> and we're literally playing. So we play that song. I never knew that. I remember, I'll never forget. I literally, I'm like, this song uh, like, is about crystal meth. And, and partying, and we just had this speech. And then the next song, and you can look all these up, was was Sean Colvin's "Sunny Came Home." Like I, I don't know how many people <gasps> know that song. Yeah, you know that song. A horrible so, slow. Sunny, Sunny came, came home. home. So yeah. anyway, that's about a woman burning her house down and killing her husband. So we would go from Crystal Mess song into woman coming home, killing her husband into. 
cheers from heaven about a kid falling 20 stories and dying. It's the most morbid. Like, and then we're like, let's just be happy, happy uh, women's adult AC soccer mom. Like, look at all the songs you're playing. It's just like, so what they're saying is soccer moms are so stupid that they're not going to, they're not going to get what we're even talking about. So these ones are safe. But you can't do uh, turning Japanese. They might be onto you there. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to know. No one, if anyone tells me, I don't want to know the real version of Mbop. I'm going to keep it exactly <laughs> how I think it is in my, in my you know, my what young about, years. What about Tainted Love? Scott Reese wants to know. Tainted Love. So <laughs> I have a story about, the, about that song. And I, you know, you have random stuff where you hear older people talk about it when you're a kid and it just sticks with you. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I yeah. remember I worked in the bottle room of Colonial Market in South Lyme, and we had to sort bottles. So people would come bring the gross-ass bags, and you'd have to pull out your hands and count each can or each bottle and then yeah. write up a slip. Oh, you had 23. It was gross because you had to stick your hand. So there's a guy that worked there, and he was way older than I was. And that song came on, and he's like, well, you know what Tainted Love, you know what the song's about. And I was like, mm, no. Uh, and he, to this day, this he described it. He goes, well, the, there's uh, there's a part of your body that's in between. Um, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. in between the, uh, you know. Testicles? The, the testicles the or the, the, your, the lady parts. And then the butthole. Mm-hmm. There's a little, little piece of land that's in between both. And that's yeah. the taint because it ain't taint the... Yeah, it taint one, and it taint it taint neither and one then, of them. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole song, he was like, it's tainted love. It's the whole song's about that spot. <laughs> to this day, I can't think of that song w- without thinking that of that conversation. That cannot That's, be what it's about, though. Hey, listen, it's. I you mean, know I what? guess it could be. You're writing songs and you need some enthusiasm. You need to don't figure touch, out. Don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the way you tease. Tease. I love you, though you Tate. hurt me so. So, like you hit that, like if you hit but, that spot, that could like hurt things because that's like yeah, no, hundred percent, yeah. As yeah. I said, I'm like, oh, that would hurt. Yeah, <laughs> pack my things and go. Uh, I don't know. Tainted I think it's love, but no, it's just the so. That's funny though. So every time I hear that, I think of the phrase, "Taint the blank, taint the." Wow. Um, all right, John. Let me ask you a question. We're gonna okay. switch it up a little bit. Switch it up. Speaking of the 80s, okay. um, I'm going to give you this day in 80s history. Like, this totally happened today. Okay. In 1988. This thing totally happened like today in 1988. Today. You're going to take any kind of guess. March the 7th. March 7th, 1988. March, April. Totally happened today. Totally (laughs) happened today. Before I would have been, I would have been like, oh man, I'm graduating from high school in four months. I would have been, I don't know what happened in March. Well, it's going to be boring and non-eventful. No one's going to care, but possibly me and you. But the Writers Guild of America went on strike. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, in, in 88? Yeah. In 1988, I think it may have been one of their first times they went on strike. Yeah, you know when the Writers Guild went on strike again is 1991, right when I booked my two national commercials back to back. I was I was in the zone. 
and then everything got shut down. What no, there were no were more. Co- I was in um like some tech companies like Hollywood.com. Oh, wow. I was in, yeah. You know, I was like, for sure, I'm going to be getting yeah. those commercial checks. You know what that that's like? Oh, yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> I mean, that happened and to then, me. I mean, because it went on strike again in the 2000s when I was in L.A. because the uh, Mad TV, the only time I was ever on Mad TV, the only reason I would ever be on Mad TV. I'm not a sketch guy. I'm not an improv guy. But there was a writer's strike. And Mad TV started hiring stand-ups just to do stand-up on Mad TV. And so I did hmm. one set on Mad TV during the writer's strike because they weren't writing anything. They were just hiring comedians who had already written their stuff. So, hmm. yeah. yeah. But this one only lasted 16 hours. The strike was over after the two sides struck a deal by which producers upped the payment for foreign rights and the writers agreed to uh, a sliding scale on syndication residuals. They're always um, 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 uh, What 80s slang do you think uh, you still you still use that would have been probably slang in the 80s? Dude. Dude, yeah. I still hanging on to dude. Awesome. Uh, here's one I don't like that's new, and I don't – I'm hearing people that even in – my age are saying it now, and I'm like, really? Uh, gaslight. Gaslight? Have you not heard that one yet? I think so. Yeah. yeah. People are like, mm-hmm. oh, this dude totally gaslit me. I'm totally gaslighting. You're just gaslighting me. I think um, it's where you just talk someone up in a sort of a kiss-assy way and tell them what they want to hear, and then you do something else. I think that's gaslighting but that's that's today's stuff you're asking me about old 80s stuff totally yeah, I, I don't say, say radical i missed tubular i missed radical T- tubular was good yeah or or i mean when was the last time you were gagged with a spoon <laughs> yeah that's what i remember the most uh gagged with a spoon or um i'm looking uh, bitching do you do you think you still do you say bitching still like that—that's a bitch and no, BMX but I don't bike. mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Some people just hate the word, you know, Bit, yeah. bitch. Um, yeah. bite me—that was always good. Like th- that was just if you didn't know how to end an argument, it was yeah. just like bite me. It was just such bite me's good. Bite me's good, and I don't use you know as a as a mature man. I I think some we need to bring bite me back. Like I'm bite okay. I'm is, okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we need to bring we're bringing bite me back. Yeah. Yeah. Um Marv Albert would not be happy about that. Uh bogus? <laughs> yeah, bogus was good too. Burned, I like all of them. Yeah, like so I'm looking like like burned obviously. Um chill people still use that. Cool beans. Yeah, cool beans. <laughs> Cool beans yeah. was cool. Yeah. Like that. That's a, if you don't know, that's agreeable. Sounds good. Example. I'll come over after class. Answer. Cool yeah. beans. Yeah. Don't have a cow. We know that one's from the Simpsons. Still. Yeah. Um. That's dope, man, dude. Literally, I am going to tell you. In the next word on here is dude. The eighties came up with some pretty killer. Yeah. Slang, and you know, for another podcast, maybe we'll compare. Like, because I, I don't know what fifties or sixties slang would be, you know. Oh like, yeah, duh. Take, take a take a chill pill, Scott Ch- Reese. Dweeb. Um, oh wait a second, did you say duh? Yeah, duh. Okay, yeah. that's one I hate. You hate duh? I hate duh. 
absolutely yeah. hate duh. Here's why. <laughs> because if if I okay, if you would okay, if I were to say to you like, hey John, um, I'm going to Liberty Township next weekend and the show shows are sold out, and you go, duh. Then what you've just done there is belittle everything. It's like you should say, I know, dumbass. It's like you're <laughs> calling me a dumbass. Like, I know, and everybody else knows, you dumbass. That's what duh sounds like to me. You're calling me a dumbass. Or that's equivalent. I guess the the 90s version of duh would be uh, when people went not. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, John, that, that's, I'm really looking forward to your show. Not. <laughs> right, right. Oh, how about psych? Oh, yes. Psych, uh, psych. <laughs> to indicate what was just said is false. Psych. <laughs> right. Um, the handshake, like, hey, buddy, psych. And you've, or uh, you're hair. just being a poser. You're being, just, you're being a poser. Yeah. Um, Ralph, yeah, to vomit. Like, I've always, like, yeah, I Ralphed all over. I would still use the word Ralph. Oh, Ralph, yeah. Blow chunks, Ralph. Blow chunks. Hurl. Yeah, I'd be stoked. Yeah, here's your stoked is still a good word. Take a chill pill, tubular, like you said, totally. Um, whatever, whatever. Yeah, what I didn't know you that know, was an eighties one. I'm trying but to way, think of one that my buddy just, Andrew used to just say. Just why are you wigging out? You're wigging out right now. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> there was one for vomit. You're wigging out. Take a chill that. pill. I, I can't remember it. It'll hit me in a minute. Um, all right. So also, I like to do these. Um, today's March the 7th. We're live. It's 8.34 p.m. What up, Tommy, Danny, Bob, Jacob? Um, did you know today, today is National Be Heard Day? It is also National Cereal Day. It's National Crown Roast of Pork Day and National Flapjack Day. Do you know what Flapjack crown roast of pork is? Crown roast of pork? Right. No, wouldn't, crown I, ro- I w- wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know to air fry it. I wouldn't know to instapot it. I wouldn't know if you grill it. No never idea. heard of it. But it has its own day. A crown roast of pork uh, earns its name when a pork loin forms a circle with the ribs pointing upwards creating the points of a crown. Often they are held together with twine. It's seasoned and usually stuffed, uh, roast and served, making a beautiful centerpiece on the table. Uh, the ends of the bones may be given a proper uh, frill treatment for added decoration. Never heard it, never seen it anywhere in my life, and I'm almost 50 years old. Crown. Have you ever heard of crown roast and pork? Crown ro- roast? No, not that one. No. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. So and she she's worldly. She's she eats more. Yeah, than no, she so. knows stuff. Yeah, she, she would know, dude. Yeah. Um, but you like cereal, so happy National Cereal Day, don't you? You're a cereal guy, aren't you? I used to crush it cereal. Like, oh my gosh, I try not. to. I can finish a box. Like, yeah, I'm definitely with one. Eating a full box of cereal is easy. Um. Honey smacks. I like how it makes my pee smell when I pee. <laughs> honey smacks. Right? Honey smacks, right? With the frog, with dig them in the well, honey. I, it makes whoa, your whoa. pee smell like what you just ate. Really? I, I, I've i noticed it enough to keep it in my brain to say it out loud. 
So it's so, the opposite of asparagus. Opposite of asparagus. When you pee, if you have honey smacks, or they change up the names. It might have been sugar smacks, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they kind of. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Well, the, know, I remember the commercial about. as a kid in the eighties. Uh, the frog would smack you in the, the face. Frog, yeah, because yeah. what what milk was? Well, this is a whole another conversation. But what cereal had the best milk after you were done? So I, I happen to think sugar or honey smacks, even though they've changed the name, but we kn- we know what I'm yeah. talking about. I think that um Fruit Loops, dude. Fruit Loops get too soggy and same with Lucky Charms. I think Lucky Charms cereal is shit, but the marshmallow is good. One hundred percent yes. So but, uh, but you asked your question was what's the yeah. best milk after it's done? That would be Fruit Loops. Um or fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Either fruity one pebbles of those. Because it's color. It's it's a good color. You know. Um, um I pebbles, used, you got chocolate milk. Yeah. I used to when I was a kid. Um, my mom had uh like you know, y- your levels of cereal has changes. Like, so now we're at the age where you buy the cereal that's at the top shelf. Right. And it's all yeah. just, it looks yeah. like it just helps you poop. Like everything, right. all the cereal on <laughs> yeah. the top shelf is yeah. like brand oat, this or what. And then, you know, next time you had a cereal, if you're a little, if you look, they do it exactly so the eyes of the cartoons on the cereal box are making eye contact with the age of the kid that are, is walking down that aisle. Hmm. So, so what oh, does that mean? So Frosty the Flakes or Tony the Tiger, his eyes are literally where a six or seven year old eye line would be. Are they looking down then? They're kind of giving you a little side eye. Like, what's up? What's up? What's up, kid? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. So if it's a and kid's then the old, cereal, old then the it's old probably people who want to poop are looking down at you. Oh yeah. Their eyes are <laughs> looking down. <laughs> Wait, I'm laughing because my mom just left a comment. Your mom uh, just left a comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She said peanut butter captain crunch. Peter, but Peter, Peter Pe- peanut Captain butter, Crunch. Captain Crunch, the milk, because he got peanut butter and sugar. Yeah. So <laughs> now, now we're so Michelle just said she's off the side studying. Uh, I was going to say a thing. The problem I have with Captain Crunch, it cuts you. Yes, it kills the roof it, of your mouth. She. That's exactly what she said. She goes, it cuts the the top. So if you don't let it get a little soggy, you yeah. just throw that in there. I'll haphazardly thinking you're about to watch cartoons yeah. on a Saturday. Your yeah. mouth, just like burnt pizza yeah. mouth, you're you're done for like a day. You're out of commission. One hundred percent. Mostly, I had Rice Krispies. That was mostly what I got, and mom would sprinkle sugar on it, and then she would put the milk in, and then like do the thing with the spoon where she would actually mix it up for you, so there's not like half soggy, half dry. She would actually mix it up. The problem, well, yes, with Rice Krispies, because when we had that, my sugar to Rice Krispie ratio was, man, I, I would put so much sugar on, it would be like an island like an iceberg, like you yeah. would see in all the cereals. You I wouldn't put, spread it around. You wouldn't sprinkle I, I it. I dump it all in the middle, and then so when you scoop that one first, the first thing you had like uh, four Rice Krispie pebbles, and then a whole thing of sugar. Yeah. Oh, but I did that with grape nuts. My mom used to have like, and I thought this was, you know, old people cereal. It's grape nuts. Have you, have you had a bowl of grape nuts? One, it soaks up the milk yeah. faster than so. That's a weird. That's a weird ratio. You got to yeah. figure out, you got to eat this quick because the milk's going to be gone. And make sure, 
uh, your caps. Like there, you can't eat it if you have crowns, caps, any type of thing, because it you would literally biting asphalt. Yeah, um, I don't understand it as a cereal. I yeah. Well, Seinfeld had the whole bit about what's it's not a grape, it's not nuts, it's, oh, it's grape right. nuts. But but I agree in that it's the hardest uh, cereal ever. But I ha- I ate it. I I I never it was never it never appealed to me growing up. And then someone had it somewhere once, and I and I tried it, and I, I was like, oh man, I could kind of if I'm I got my mind in the headspace of that, like a good crunch. I could enjoy yeah. this, but I never went back. Did you ever do that thing with those, um, you know, those little boxes of cereals you take camping yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then you could, you could slit it with a knife and then pour the, or, you know, the milk right into the box and then eat it. But I'd always, but you didn't know you could do that with those. No, that was the whole what? They no, like they're not the, waterproof. The, that's cardboard. No, the, the ones that used the to bag? come in it, insulated little bag that would hold so it had perforated edges and then you'd you'd open it like flaps and then you could put the milk right in that little box and then just eat it directly like that so you wouldn't even need a bowl never done that that sounds amazing though (laughs) but i would take those and just do the mix like i would open up every one and just throw it all in there and you just have like Uh, every cereal all just in one yeah thing I'm enjoying this conversation for many reasons. Um, the most animated I, I've been all day. You and I pronounce the word M-I-L-K differently. Oh, wait. Not, now in my head how I said it. Yeah, like, I know. So, That's why I didn't say it because I didn't want you to try to repeat me. But you said it differently than I so said. So I, I get uh, cereal milk. <laughs> now you're aware of it. Now but, I'm aware. But no. I no. There's no, it's not wrong. I could be saying it wrong. Okay, first of all, Southern, sometimes people go milk. Like it's two syllables, milk. Milk, yeah. <laughs> but you're saying milk, like M-E-L-K, milk, like, like belk, but you're saying milk. And I go milk. To so me, you're saying it M-E-L-K, and I'm saying it M-I-L-K. I know, Can right? you say what, what, what goes in cereal? Yeah, she said it like me. She said it like you. So I, I'm the one who says weird. Well, if you go back, yeah, M E, you're saying milk. <laughs> yeah, milk. like Tommy, Tommy Grayson spelled it M A. You're saying it M A E L K milk. Milk. <laughs> no, it's it's. I love it. It's just different. It's all meh. <laughs> it's almost um, like I don't. I don't need this milk. It's milk. Milk. Meh. Um. Oh, happy flapjack day to you. Like flapjacks. I'm not. I don't even uh, I, I don't know what flapjacks are. They're just uh, pancakes. How come they're called flapjack? I mean, why is it flapjack? Uh, what's the difference between a pancake and a flapjack? Nothing, right? So why flapjacks is it they're really smaller than pancakes? To me, that's the exact same thing. But it's more fun to say flapjack. I think flapjack. a flapjack is what you eat when you're camping, and a pancake is what you get at a restaurant. Because if you go, let's say you're, if I go, hey, want some eggs and some flapjacks, you probably like, that sounds awesome. If I go, want some eggs and some pancakes, you're like, oh, that might yeah, be gotta, too much. I got to put my shoes on and go. <laughs> yeah, I'm already, this, this seems like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. The pancakes, when you hear pancakes, you're like, that's flapjacks. You're like, I can have a few of those. 
Yeah. And I think you, like you flip them up in the air. Like it's almost like the word flap and it's like flip, like you flip flap, like you, you toss it in the air and it spins and it lands. Well, what do you get when you go to McDonald's and you, do they even sell those full breakfasts anymore? I've, where it's eggs, oh, yeah, I remember sausage. Those. And so these, is it pancakes or flapjacks? Cause those are smaller. That come, it used to come in like a, a little tray. It's been a minute. Someone let us know what's the difference between a flapjack. Oh, now Tommy threw out hotcakes. Hotcakes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, well, we got a hot what take is selling, on hotcakes. If, if you're selling something good, those are oh. hotcakes sell. Because if you're selling, those are selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Does that mean they're selling better than flapjacks? Good point. Because if you sell, if if you have a good product, it's a hot selling cake. like hotcakes. But if you're like, hey, those are selling like pancakes, then I'd be like, I don't. We don't know. Ugh. That's a good experiment. We should have a, um, like a lemonade stand, but we call it. Oh, and right in a row, three stands in a row. One is flapjacks, one's pancakes, one's hotcakes. And we see which one sells the most. And there's no difference. <laughs> uh, Shirtless Dad 2.0 says pancakes are made from a thin batter, while flapjacks are made from oats, sugar, and butter. What? I did not know that. So wait, pancakes are made from a thin batter, but flapjacks are made from oats, sugar, and what's I don't know what's the you, batter though. Can in you the make pancakes? batter out of oats, sugar? But I guess you could. I don't know. Flapjacks are baked. Pancakes are cooked on both sides. Oh, and I trust Benny. Okay, listen. If Benny says it, it's true. I know this guy. In fact, dude, he made this hot sauce right here. Hickory hot sauce. I so still don't have your head shake. Uh, get on it. Go to uh, go to heffernandreap.com. Click on merch. Well, dude. Can- okay. So <laughs> since we're talking about this, and I think we come back to the breakfast episode. Okay. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. But speaking of that, I've been working on my other project that is so close, and I sent Alan some pictures. Um, and and um, we're gonna sell these. Me and my buddy Andy, we're, we're getting together in his shop and these are so close to to being sold. And then I'm going to buy some of that hot sauce that you have. And I'm going to throw it in when, when people buy these things that me and Andy are working on as like a a thing. So you're moving some product. That's the, the little workstation. Well, that's just one of them. And then the next picture um, would be, we have four done four of Heffern and Irvine cutting boards slash butcher blocks. And we're doing limited uh, release. I'm gonna we're gonna sell twenty five uh, a quarter. Me and Andy get together. Me and him talk about eighties music. We went to college together. <laughs> There's a lot of eighties music goes into this wood. Just some oh. positive, just <laughs> conversation. Uh, and um, we're gonna crush William Sonoma and all that hootie tootie bouginess. This is gonna be uh, Heffern and Irvine cutting boards, John, and I'll send you one. I want to your mom. I, I'm enjoying the colors of it as well. That's the colors. That's our brand colors. We're doing the same same colors. We're not messing around with different things. It's exactly what what you see. Okay, I want one ASAP, and in exchange, I will give you some hot sauce. Okay, done. It's a deal. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, Michael Enderly. I'm probably getting his name wrong. I know who he is too. And I just never said his name out loud. I've always read it. Uh, the word potential. In flapjack came from the Alaskan frontier lumber industry in lumberjack four of half. Okay. Wait. 
Oh, Let potentially me. in flapjack. Yeah, the word flapjack came in Alaska Frontier lumber industry in lumber, like lumberjacks. Jack. Ordered these things. Okay, interesting. Lisa wants to know how much for your cutting board. Lisa wants to know how much for cutting boards. That's a good question. We're trying to figure out the price point. Like the ones I, I have, Andy made me one for our wedding gift. It's like a butcher block. It's it's pretty. Oh, it's yeah, big, big. It's nice. We have a, a next like we we make bread with dipping sauce and it gets served and it's you can you can smash stuff on it. You can do whatever if you're making man hands. You can mince or whatever. So we don't know the 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 price point. I've been looking on Etsy. Is mm-hmm. that the name mm-hmm. um, of that thing? And we're trying to figure that out because it's a, just you know. So I don't know what to say, but they're going to be a little. I'm a horrible sales guy. I just realized. <laughs> How much would you pay for it? How much yeah. would you pay? What if I yeah, told Lisa? you? But wait, probably in the sixties, I would probably say because you know this all this all American wood. This is America wood yeah, with man. American people putting it together with American oh, glue. Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking like exactly. that, but you know it ain't it, it don't have all this the chemicals. It's not That's stuck your, on. Is that, is that your is that your patriotic guy? I, I don't know why my patriotic wood, guy American. is southern. I don't know. Was that also Southern? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just can't do voices. Like I can't. I've been trying to read, read this. Uh, I wrote like uh, this little story for our granddaughter, and I can't. Uh-huh. I'm trying to narrate it, but I yep. can't do voices. So the only, so there's like a mom says something in the little thing. Uh-huh. So like a nursery uh, oh, yeah. rhyme. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to cut one of those. For You're you. supposed to. Yeah, but I don't. So every, every time I have to read the mom's part, I suddenly make her talk like she talks also. And it makes no sense at all. Wait so. a minute. Now, I like that. Whatever you just did right there. I wouldn't even put no. a thing on it. Just start doing stuff and then we'll figure out what that is. But that was interesting. Whatever you just did. The female. Well, I, I got I like the way that sounded. Okay, what the was next that? podcast, maybe we'll get... Oh, crap. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Tammy Pescatelli is performing in Michigan next weekend at the Magic Bag. I told her I, I would plug the date. Uh, find However you find Tammy Pescatelli is one of our good friends. She's performing in Michigan in Ferndale. Um, I forgot to write it down, but I told her I would plug oh, the show. But anyway, we, we should maybe do, do a read for this thing I'm trying to put together. For the granddaughter, where all of us just do a reading, it's it's two minutes long. You could play a part. Would you like to be the neighbor or the mailman? Um, I'll, whichever one makes more sense with the way that I sound. You know what I mean? Like whatever is in your head, uh, mm-hmm. whatever that is to you. Like I would, I would let you choose. But I'm, yeah, I totally do. I'm, you know, I like doing voiceovers. So, I haven't had a voiceover um, audition in a minute though, so yeah, I'm gonna say yes to that. <laughs> Um, okay, here's what I need you to say. Okay, ready? All right. Just, I just, you're going to have to, I'll put it in, I'm going to put it in the private chat. This is it. This is the only thing. It's going to be one, one thing. So the deal is your motivation is you're just, you're just being, I think this is a neighbor. Um, and this little girl asked you if you can make blueberry pancakes. And this is this is what your oh, yeah. That's so weird. We're talking about pancakes. This is why I, I wasn't even going to mention circle. this. But I've been working on this forever. And now the fact that we brought up pancakes and things. But so here is in the private chat. Um, so hold on. I'll give you. I'll do the thing. Okay. 
So tell me uh, when so, you want right. to read it, and I'll, I'll read a leading into your part. Okay, so this is – I just got it in private chat. Hmm? Uh, I, I just got it. So, again, because I was kind of looking at other comments while you were talking and trying to get Tammy Pascatelli, what was the – what was the? Uh, I got her website pulled up. Before I do this – Magic bag or something in Ferndale. Yes, Ferndale, Michigan, March 11th. Magic yeah. bag. Go to pescatelli.com for – for those all right so you all want right, so me to read this as a story yeah so this is a whole and oh i wish i could send you the audio am i um, male or female you well this could be a neighbor so oh man i want to i want you to play this. okay so I'll, I'll i'll go back right here this is just a little girl asking people if they can make blueberry pancakes okay Jane waves to her neighbor as she gives his fence a shake. Neighbor, can you make blueberry pancakes? I can bake them fluffy. I declare out loud, my pancakes are soft and light. It's like eating a cloud. See? I got five more of those, dude. Look at that. We're almost... You're going to like this. Okay, or do you want to be... Right? It's fun, right? Are you recording this? (laughs) Or do you want to be the male guy? You want to read the male guys? Now, what I just did, there was a little foghorn leghorn. Okay. Without saying that's what I was doing. Did you like it? I liked it. Um, here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you just one other part, just, you know, because we're going to see what direction we want to go in. Okay. Okay. So you auditioned for the neighbor. Now I'm going to have you uh, audition for John Reap, if you could just state your name. Uh, you're reading for the part of the mailman. So I will just, uh, when you're ready, John. Well, will, it's ex- I, the exact same uh, no. copy it, that I got here twice. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're it's right. different. You're right. You're right. right. Okay. It's the same, but it's different. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm right. doing the mailman. Yeah. So I'll, I'll lead you up. And, and keep in mind, there's like cool music going. I'm really excited. This can be a, okay. a book. This can be a whole little list. Ready? Here we go. She spots a chill for mailman and she gives his sleeve a shake. Mailman. Can you help me make blueberry pancakes? I can make them pretty. I can make them look good. I can make them look golden brown like all good pancakes should. Oh, see? I like it. You want to look like <laughs> southern, like, you know. Skateboarder southerner. Ir- Irvine mailman. Okay. <laughs> right. I was thinking, like, he's got long hair and he's got uh, earphones on. He's listening to, like, his Walkman. Yeah, and it just kind of she and she bugs them. Okay, yeah. we're gonna yeah. piece this together. I might right. do a full. I, I say we get Reno, we get Pescatelli. Uh, I'll do music on my end, and we'll record this all in one. And then I got to okay. find an animator to make it a cartoon. All right, already well, kind of intrigued, in, intrigued though with some of your your thing, right? Yeah, like, no, like. I'll, I could knock this out in a, thirty minutes. This would be great. Um, okay, but yeah, I'm saying yes, but okay. we have to close this one up, dude. All right, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. I got um, places to go in Nashville. Where, so, where, so you're in Nashville now. I'm in Nashville now. But where um, you go? When do you come home? Uh, we're back home this week. But okay. uh, my schedule and some of these shows are in bed by ten approved. Uh, they're all up on Heifer and Rape. I'm not going to read them off, but some of the closer ones coming up: Columbus, Ohio, April. That's a big one. Ann Arbor in May. That's a big one. Uh, Phoenix, it's been a minute. That's a big one. They're all there, but they're all on our website, heffernandreap.com. And some of the shows are crazy early. That's why it's the In Bed by 10 tour. 
Yeah. Uh com tour dates. Uh John, I'm working on a Teespring sort of uh website for merch more merchandise, like for country ish as well. But I'm also gonna lump in some Hereford and Reap just with our regular logo, the one that's in the top left corner where your head. Yeah. Um the well, the one with our little heads on it. Like I'm gonna make put those on a hat. I'm gonna put those on t-shirts. And at some point in the future, you can get that at Hereford So I'll just let you know. Uh that's going to happen eventually. Uh, and thank you all for leaving comments. Come back next week, tomorrow night. Um, we're doing our little After Dark series for Country-ish. I want to plug mm, that. Nice. So if you're a Patreon supporter, you get to, at the $5 level and up, you get to see us. Uh, and we talk to people one-on-one. We have them come into the show. And we actually just see their faces and we just talk to them and we get and we drink. Nice. All, right, <laughs> um, all right, man. You enjoy Nashville. Have a safe trip back home. We'll see you, everybody. Um, that's right. All right. For John Heffron, for the Alan Jackson, for Shane and Jacob and Danny uh, and all of our Patreon supporters, we, we will see you next time. Take us out, Rick Sanford the third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffron and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffron channel for more comedy conversations, music, A's Church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reef Show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what.